with you all day long. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Too early for a question question. Darwell Burl Bull Bash is coming up. They got lots on the goal. Rodeo clowns. Mutton busted. Bull riding. Beer gardens. DJs. They got it all. But you got to answer this question, all right? First answer this one's going to grab those tickets. 780-421-1039 is the phone number. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. What is this? I asked Presley this. She didn't get it off the hop. It's weird. They don't give any hints, all no, right? No, but if you dip any, like, pizza in anything, it's a little weird. I dip my pizza in hot sauce. That's a little weird. It's not weird. A little bit. You're just going out your pizza with nothing? Pretty much. You just get the driest mouth ever? Sure. Oh. All right, one more time. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. What is this? I wonder what Morgan Wallen dips his pizza in. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Time for the too early for a question question. Uh, Darwell Bull Bash happening in Darwell. Going to be a heck of a time. Tickets to win right now. 780-421-1039. That question. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. What is this? Good morning, Kissin. Who's this? This is Jason. Jason. Nearly 10% of pizza eaters dip their pizza in this. What is this? Ranch dressing. Oh, got to be more than 10 for ranch. That was Presley's first guess. Oh. Also, I don't I don't like ranch on pizza. There, I said it. Yeah, I knew that. boy. Call back quick. Okay, thank you. Good morning, Kissin. Who's this? This is Richard. Richard, okay, take a shot at it. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. Uh, I'm going to say ketchup. Not ketchup. Not ketchup? No. Oh, darn. By the way, that's gross. <laughs> it's kind of gross. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks to the guest. Call back quick. Okay. Bye. Good morning, Kissin. Hey. Hey, who's this? Uh, Scott. Scott, take a guess. Is it ketchup? Not ketchup, my friend. All right. Okay, call back Bye. quick. All right, one more time with that question. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. 780-421-1039. Darwell Bullbash. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Time for the two early for a question. Question. Still looking for an answer. Darwell Bullbash, 780-421-1039. Can you answer this question? Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. What is this? Still looking for that winner. Good morning, Kissin. Who's this? Uh, Jordan. Jordan, okay. Take another shot at it. Nearly 10% of people dip their pizza in this. Let's go with my favorite instrument. Is it mayonnaise? It is mayonnaise. <laughs> Congrats, buddy. Is that disgusting or what? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. It, I hate mayonnaise. It is the bane of my existence. So gross. But to each their own. And you're going to the Darwell Bull Bash, my friend. Yeehaw! You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> We're a sucker for a TikTok trend. And they catch like wildfire and they just keep blazing through that app. You spend enough time in there, you'll run into something that's uh, either tailing off or just starting. And uh, we're getting in the cusp of a new one here. And I kind of enjoy this one. <laughs> you just this, like the song. I, here it is. This is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl, dinner. girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. Now, normally in a TikTok, well, that song plays a, a lady 
makes her dinner in front of it. And it's always like <laughs> not a balanced meal by any means. I saw one where she had like a cup of yogurt and then put some uh, pre-shedded cheese on some nachos and just ate that like yogurt nachos. Yep. That's an example of girl dinner. Presley, mm-hmm. as a girl, have yep. you had girl dinner? <laughs> I have girl dinner more often than I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's your go-to girl dinner? Uh, Popcorn. That is a girl, di- girl dinner. I will. I have one of those microwave popcorn bowls. That you just put the kernels in, and it pops in the microwave. Okay. So it's like fresh popcorn. Mm. I'll make a big bowl of that with some butter and some salt, a little bit of salt vinegar seasoning, maybe. And that's that's you, my basically dinner. you're having salt and fat for dinner. <laughs> There's no protein. I don't think popcorn has carbs in it. Other. It's air. It's air, of. basic. That is a grilled dinner. Uh, you also said you had a half a grilled cheese. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, feel, I'm not that hungry. So I'll have like a half a grilled cheese. I'll take a slice of bread, cut that in half, butter it, take a half slice of cheese, put that in between them, grill it up. That's that's dinner. Girl dinner. <laughs> I asked my wife this like before me because I make meals for my children. You can't really have girl dinner if you have kids. Oh, yeah, you can. My mom always did. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was growing up, she'd make like hamburger helper or something for my brother. That's and I. not gr- the girl. Okay, but then she would have like toast and butter. Yeah, the girl or dinner. Toast and peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, my mom too. She. What is with ladies? I'm like, I'll just have a single slice of toast with some peanut butter. Girl dinner. Girl dinner. My wife said she would just do like uh, hummus and vegetables for dinner. Yep. Oh, I've done like vegetables and ranch before. Yeah, girl dinner. Um, now you don't have to be a girl to have girl dinner. That's no. the thing. But I would love to see a, a gentleman try to survive off of girl dinner. Girl, man dinner. Man dinner, you could also do man dinner. It's just like, I had leftover steak. That's it. No carbs, just protein. Kind of like you're on Atkins. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> this is my meal. I call this girl dinner. Girl, girl dinner. Uh, what is that you may ask? Well, that's girl dinner. That's the thing that's sweeping TikTok right now, where ladies show their a girl dinner. What's a girl dinner, Presley? As that would be like nacho chips with shredded cheese melted in the microwave, or plain pasta with a little bit of butter or olive oil, maybe popcorn. Yeah, popcorn's for sure. Like or like a slice of ham. Yep. And then a few grapes. Uh, a couple tomatoes, maybe. And a, and a cheese stick. Yep. Girl dinner. We're asking what your girl dinner is, and you don't have to be a girl to enjoy girl dinner. No, girl dinner's for everybody. Yeah. Got some there for us? Uh, This one says, my mom is the queen of girl dinner. She will buy the most amount of groceries. Only, I find out later, she only had saltine crackers, a couple of olives, a couple slices of cheese, and some grapes (laughs) That's a girl dinner. (laughs) And 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 the kids eat well, but there's mom like, I just like to nibble. Exactly. (laughs) Lori says, just yesterday I had some grape tomatoes and pretzels. Good enough for who it's for. I guess so. Uh, This one that just came in is pretty good. Uh, A rice cake, cut up apple, and a tiny dollop of Greek plain yogurt. Sure. Yeah. That's a girl dinner. That's a girl dinner. That sounds like a great girl dinner. P.S. I miss Chris. We are the girl (laughs) dinner (laughs) of this station when Chris is gone. Girl show. Barrett, you got one? Uh, For me, it'd be chicken strips and mayo, that mayo chump from Walmart. Okay, so you're just having chicken strips. Yep. This is bordering on man dinner. (laughs) Exactly. 
depending how many chicken strips you have. So, for example, last night I got home at about 7 o'clock from work, and I threw eight chicken strips in the air fryer, and that's what I had for supper. That's a lot of bread. Yeah, girl dinner would be like three chicken strips. That's why it's man dinner. <laughs> Thank you, Barrett. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> A clash of the titans. Quick draw. Up for grabs. Katie's right all day passes. Gareth and Danny are with us. How are we doing, everybody? Good. Oh, Gareth's good. Very good. Garrett talking in the third person already. I like it. All right, you're going to get a question. You blurt out your answer. First of three correct answers takes home those ride all day passes. Let us begin. Make sure you don't have to say your name after. We have a man and a woman, so easy to tell you apart. Here we go. Something you see in a park that starts with the letter G. Garbage can. Danny's up one, Gareth. Here we go, buddy. A country... That starts with the letter T. Thailand. Gareth was in Gareth, first. Yeah, Gareth said Thailand first. First? First. See, I'm just inspired by the T, right? First. <laughs> <laughs> A large company that starts with the letter C is in cat. Canada Cottage. What? What? Canada Cottage. Is that a company? I'm Googling it. Trucking company. Oh, yeah, Cartage. I got you. All right, he's up. 2-1, Gareth. Danny, you ready? Yep. Here we go. Something that is blue that starts with the letter O. Octopus? Octopus can be blue. They can be blue. We're tied up. What a battle we got here. Going to the last question. Something made of metal that starts with the letter K. Clamp? No, that's a C. That's a C. Oh. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As the ticking of somebody's signal A played us in. A knife takes it home. Gareth, guess what? You're going to K-Day's right all day passes, my friend. Oh, great. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. Good effort, Danny. That was a good game. Thank you. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Kiss in love court. Okay, we got a text. I get to read the whole thing, so this should be interesting. They don't let me read all loud for a reason. <laughs> but here we go. Hey, guys. My husband wants to change things up in the bedroom, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. Ooh, starting spicy. He wants to start living like the Flintstones and sleep in separate beds. He says that we both sleep better in different beds, and I don't disagree. He's the hottest human on the planet. And he snores while I tend to roll around like a rotisserie chicken. I just feel like it's important for a married couple to sleep together to keep a little of the intimacy alive. He just wants us both to have a good night's sleep, which is commendable too, I guess. What should we do? Presley, what are you doing in this sitch? Mm, suck it up. What do you mean suck it up? If you are if you want to sleep in separate beds because he's like a furnace, basically, there's ways around that. Get a fan. Then we can sleep in the same bed. Okay. Well, sounds like she's a problem, too. Rolling around, slapping everybody in the hands. with. Or get a bigger bed. I got a king. Yeah. And somehow, every <laughs> single night, I my wife ends up in my property. Right? As a wife should, yep. Okay, sure. But, like, at some point, the cuddling should stop and the sleeping should happen. Know what I'm saying? But that's why you get the bigger bed, so that way you can just push her over. 
I love my wife more than anything on this earth. And I love sleeping next to her, seeing she's so adorable when she sleeps. She just she just puts her hands together like this. She puts them together like mm-hmm. it's so cute. But why are you watching her while she sleeps? That's perks of being a husband. Watching over my family. Watching her fall asleep. I don't watch her fall asleep, but like if I come she's in so and she's already when you sleep. <laughs> don't be creepy now. <laughs> I'll get the spray bottle on you. But I you know, I don't think it's a bad idea. To sleep in separate beds if it means you both are going to be in a better mood and have more energy. Touche. Right? That's fair. There's different ways to keep the intimacy alive. Right? But why Bar- spend uh, Fred and Wilma had pebbles. See? So it still happens. Know what I'm saying? But why spend the money and have two beds where you can just have one? Well, I would imagine they have uh, other sleeping arrangements. Most people have like a spare bedroom with a bed in it. That people come and sleep in when they're not around, when, you know, when they have gas. I don't know. Hard to say. I wonder how many people out there actually sleep apart from their partner. I know what happens. And uh, I think my sister and her husband, they tend to do this too because he's a snorer. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Talk and kiss and love court. A couple, well, the wife particularly, doesn't want to split the beds up, but the husband does. So what do you do? Do you sleep in the same bed? Do you think it's going to hurt the love life and everything else? Or do you sleep in separate beds and it's working out? Okay, 780-421-1039. You can call or text anytime you like. Lots of texts here, Presley. Uh, Gabby says they make those mattresses that can rise and cool on one side. It's like a giant bed, but split in the middle, so both partners can be comfortable. I recommend getting that so you don't have to sleep in different beds. Bed goes up, bed goes down. That would be awesome, though, right? And, I and want then, one. Like, there is a defined line in your property on the bed because, like, literally half the bed is yours because it goes up and down, mm-hmm. right? So, like, there's a good way to keep your space if you need it. I want one of those so bad, but then I'd only have to sleep on like half of it. The legend of the nine-year-old Presley grows even more. <laughs> bad hips, bad eyes, bad ears. I like goes a to bed early, <laughs> wants a clapper and a bed that goes up and down. Oh, okay. I actually considered buying a clapper because oh. I didn't want to get up and turn the light off. Uh, Carol Ann says, my opinion is sleep is important, so go for it. Sleep in different beds. We did that a few years back, and it's so much better for my health and wellness. I can, uh, I don't enjoy being woke up several times a night as my partner gets up and eats. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> several times. And he needs lights in the bathroom, apparently. All right, there you go. Health comes first, and tons of people telling stories about their grandparents. Yeah, like this one, the idea of sleeping in separate beds. Yeah, I know. I agree with Presley. You know, you need the closeness and intimacy. However, my great-grandparents had separate beds for pretty much their entire lives, and they were married for just over 50 years and had five kids. Yeah, they slid the beds together once in a while. Okay. <laughs> if you hear that sound, <laughs> <laughs> oh. you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> we get a couple that don't know what to do with their sleeping situation. Do they stay together and be miserable and not sleep well, or they separate the beds and be a little? They're a little nervous. They lose the uh, je ne sais quoi of the relationship. 780-421-1039. You can let us know. Kiss and love court. Presley. Maybe not a permit separation of beds of room or rooms, but every once in a while would be a fantastic idea. Okay. Uh, I'm a light sleeper, says Debbie, and he snores. So by the time morning comes, I am bagged and he has sore ribs. We sleep in separate beds and both get a much better sleep. 35 later and three kids. We're very happy. It works. If it works, it works. Everybody, we all got to figure out what works for us. 
Tina says, Matt, do really the beds have to be put together for that? Laundry can be done in one. I'm still trying to figure everything out, okay? Barrett says to suck it up. Just and, sleep together. But what if you, you're miserable? I don't know. I think it's up to the individual, and we've heard enough cases here. When people do that, they can still be very healthy in their relationship. Nancy, you get the last word. Well, I think they can have the best of both worlds. If they both have to get up during the week to go to work, then they can sleep in their separate beds then. And then on the weekends, they can get all their cuddling and their together time because they can sleep in. And now if they're so tired after that, they can have a nap. hey oh. Yeah, okay. If you're not in bed by 10, <laughs> be asleep by midnight. <laughs> Well, or whatever. Yeah, okay. That's a good one. Thank you, Nancy. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> now, there's something that's caught the hearts and minds of Emmetonians, nay, Albertans, all across the province. If you go to surplus.gov.ab.ca, that's the Service Alberta government site where you do their online auctions. For the most part, Presley, it's just junky government stuff. You could, There's a few diamonds in the rough once in a while. My brother-in-law likes searching this site, and sometimes he gets some things. But yeah. it's like stuff the government no longer needs, they put up for auction. I like the uh, seized, forfeited, or lost and found. Sure. What's in there? Uh, right now, it's just a GPS. Okay. Um, Something motor vehicle related. All right. Um... And then another motor vehicle related thing. It's like a piece of a vehicle that was seized. That all pales in comparison to the donair costume that is currently up for grabs. Now, this isn't, you know, your, your mail-in Amazon donair costume. This is a straight-up mascot outfit. It's huge. It's big. You can't see the person's face when they're in it. It's a straight-up, like, mascot costume. I guess the province used it for some sort of... Uh, promotional campaign for donairs and then they're done with it so they put it up for auction and it started at fifty dollars but what is it at right now six thousand and nineteen dollars oh and 73 cents oh and king of donairs <laughs> your current bidder uh, you got 25 days to bid in this thing yet and uh, it's funny looking at the last 10 bidders because it's uh there's definitely a battle between <laughs> the titans of donair and edmonton mm-hmm. you got king of donair blowers and grafton blowers and grafton swiss donair blowers and grafton swiss donair i would imagine blowers and grafton and swiss donair are going to come at this current bid within the next day or two are these all edmonton donair places yes yes okay. blowers and grafton i th- yeah they're in edmonton because i know king and swiss for sure in edmonton so shout mm. out to them Always amazed me, these auctions. I've never been to an auction. No? No. They're like, have you? Yeah. How's it work? Um, so depending on what kind of auction you go to, like a lot of the auctions I've been to are estate auctions. So, so. like that's like somebody's stuff, right? Yeah. So you go to somebody's property, either they have passed on or they're moving to a different location. They can't bring their stuff. Sure. You walk through, everything's labeled. They have an actual auctioneer there. And you like, just. 25, can I get 25, 25 yep. on the board? Can I see 25? Can I see 35? Can I see 35, 35 on the board? 40 on the board, 40 on the board. Not bad, hey? You're surprisingly really good at that. Right? Yeah, what the <laughs> heck? Um, but no, you just kind of walk through people's stuff and they bid it off, like they auction it off. Or we have like the odd and unusual sale in Westlock where Ooh. they bring up animals like chickens, ducks. Uh, there's a llama, an alpaca. Uh, and, how much are they going for normally? Uh, well, we bought pigs there for like 20 bucks. 20 bucks for a pig, can I see? 20 bucks, 20 bucks on the board, can I see? 25, 25 for the pig, can I see? 35, 35 for the pig. 
Why are you so good at that? <laughs> we once had an auctioneer come in, and I've watched videos on it. I love mm-hmm. auctioneers. Yeah. I'm better than Chris. Chris said he was going to go to auctioneer school. I can see Chris trying. Trying. Being but he's, the just, he's too relaxed for 20 it. bucks for a pig. Yeah. That's a deal you can't even pass up. It was a potbelly pig. Oh, so you can't really eat him. He's more of a pet. Yeah, he was, we bought him and his sister, and then they ran away into the forest. <laughs> You're the reason we have wild pig problems. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so that begs the question. Awesome. This Donair costume's awesome, and we'll all be following it very closely. But have you gotten anything at an auction? What did you get? What did you pay? We want to know. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> Donair costume. It's up for grabs at the Service Alberta auction site. Right now, over six grand. This thing is making headlines all over the place. Uh, currently in charge of the bid. Who is it again? I think it's like uh, King of Donair. King of Donair. But Swiss Donair and Blowers and Grafton are coming at them hard. Uh, this thing's going to go for over 10 Gs. I just got a feeling. 25 more days of bidding? Like, there's no way it doesn't get close to that. It's a Donair costume. It's more than that. Okay. It's the spirit of Donair. It has the... It is Donair. <laughs> the tube of meat. Oh. Oh. <laughs> We're talking auctions. 780-421-1039. What did you get at auction? Anything uh, different? Interesting? This person says, I got my horse for 50 bucks. That's a great deal for a horse. Sure. I. This is one of the greatest texts we've ever received. I remember being so young, my mom and dad took us three girls to an auction. He bid on a case of condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure what he paid, but there were four of us girls. Tanya, that is that is pure gold. Oh, awesome! Oh, we got a call from Ashley. Let's play. Uh, let's talk to Ashley here. So, um, when I was younger, when I first moved out with my boyfriend, my dad had taken me and my sister to this auction, which wasn't unusual. We're from a farm; we go to them all the time. And he told us he bought us this pallet of stuff, and we were, like, pretty excited about it. And we get it, and it's a pallet of all, like, of food, of cans. They're not expired, but there's no labels on anything. Oh, oh mystery no. cans! Yeah, no labels. So we were like, uh, thanks? That's so a classic I, farmer thing. It's like, well, we need to prepare for the impending apocalypse. Here's some random cans. Yeah, and it, we used to like laugh about it all the time because we would take like a can out and we would open it and we're like, oh, that's dog food. We can't eat that. <laughs> was, oh, gross. It was awful and we didn't even, like after obviously a little while we threw everything away, but we were trying to like, thanks, dad. Thanks for the cans. Yeah. yeah. And I bet you he thought it was the best gift ever. Yeah, he was like, oh, I bet you guys didn't have to buy groceries for, like, so long. And we're like, yeah. If you're a hobo over a <laughs> trash fire, eating it up. <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> well, that song was off. I was practicing my auctioneering. You want to hear it? Why not? 75, gonna see you 75, gonna see you 85, 85, gonna see you 90, 95, 95, gonna see you 110, 110, 110, 110, 110. Okay, first of all, you went from 75 to 90. Okay, so? Normally it goes up by increments of five unless somebody's bidding up high. They, they bid up high. I'm just Not I'm just always. reading it off. Uh, this is in my head, in all right? Head. <laughs> in your head, this is how an auction works? Why are we doing auctions? Well, the donor suit that has captured the imaginations of Alberta. It's up for grabs on the Service Alberta website. It's more than $6,000 is the bid right now. 25 days less on this thing. If you win this, you can't keep it to yourself. The people need to see the donor suit. Also... 
how awesome would it be the person that modeled that for the pictures on the website? They look so happy waving in their little latex torn air suit. So good. But we're talking auctions. What have you got at auction? Got some text for us, Presley? Um, this one here from Candy says, My mom, dad, and I went to an auction out by Thor Hill, and they took a cooler of cold beers with them because it was a hot day. Sure. They went down very fast. They got a little too um, fun, per se, and bid on a horse called Keith. The next day, uh, my mom woke me up at 6 a.m. and said, get out and fix the fence. <laughs> it was five acres of fence, lots of fixing. I was so hungover, I had no idea why. And then my mother told me I had bought a horse. There you go. They kept Keith for a very long time. That's a cheap horse. That uh, is a cheap horse. I like this one. I didn't buy it, but I saw a stripper pole sell for $20. That's a steal of a deal, right? Are they universal, or do you, can you extend it so it, like, clamps <laughs> into your house? Well, um, I don't know. I like this one. Uh, Mid-90s, living in Saskatchewan. Drove about two and a half hours to sell my truck in an auction in Saskatoon. Sold it, then realized, I need to get home. I bought the last car there for 80 bucks. No muffler, no shocks. It got me home and drove out for a bit after that. What a legend. Mm. What You got to have an escape plan if you sell your vehicle. I like, mean, and yeah, you should, but you could also just hitch like. Yeah, I guess it is the 90s. Yeah. Back then, it would have been fine. Mm, don't know about that. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. <laughs> We've got James Barkerman meet and greets for their K Day show and Ride All Day passes to give away right now. We're up to caller number eight, but you have to answer the phone 421 1039. Like you're a carny bringing us into your uh, game. Here we go. Good morning, kissing. Hey, come on up here. The ring toss king. Come on. Five dollars, three throws. As quick as you can go now. Come on. You can do it. Oh, that's not bad. What's your name? Justin Sorensen. Justin. Oh, Justin. It's our buddy Justin. Played for the Elks. I think you have, uh, definitely have a calling in the carnival after football. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, you're calling number eight, though, my friend. Call back, all right? All right. See ya. <laughs> Not often do you get a former Edmonton Elk trying to be a carny. <laughs> we move on. Good morning, kissing. Hey, how's it going? Oh, good. Uh, You're calling number nine. Call back quick. You got to be a carny. Good morning, kissing. Yeah, good morning. Step right up here and uh, win that uh, big teddy bear for your girlfriend right here on the get those hoops on the bottle. Oh, not bad. Who's this? This is Brenda. Brenda, you won them. James Barker meet and greets. Good work. No. This is like winning the mini bike at one of the games at K-Days, right? You bet. All right, awesome. Enjoy your time. You got meet and greet and ride all day passes. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong. S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.